When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Rose and Shine podcast. Featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning, this is Victoria. And good morning, this is Josephine. So welcome back to both of us, because we're back from Italy. <laughs> we're back from the lovely uh, Italy. Back in lovely Sweden. Yeah, so <laughs> still on a high kind of, right? Yeah, still on a high. But I was seeing someone's Instagram post and they were posting, you know, a beautiful picture similar to where we were. And, you know, saying France is delivering. And then someone was commenting, Sweden is delivering dot 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 winter. <laughs> um, well... That's sort of like a perfect introduction to the topic of today, which is all about search for joy and happiness. Yes. So we're going to dig deep and have a little bit of a philosophical conversation and, and our best tips around happiness. And we're mm-hmm. going to end up with a little bit of an, even a little bit of a exercise that one can do to practice joy and happiness. Yeah. And actually, just to start off by a statement that happier people are more likely to be physically healthy, take better care of themselves and even live longer. Mm. So it's kind of essential to pay attention, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to live long, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually, I went to look for, you know, the definition of happiness and then went on to the definition of happy and could immediately see that the Oxford English Dictionary says that the definition of happy is feeling or showing pleasure or contentment, hmm. which I think is kind of interesting because it's more like a, a feeling and it's a state and not really a trait. It's not what you are, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. And I've been also during our holiday trying to dig a little bit deeper in terms of, of happiness. And and what I've been reading is also trying to define between happiness and joy. Mm. So I, here I think they will be a little bit intermixed and a little bit blurred. But in terms of joy being that ongoing state joy is something that you can feel even through hard times yeah whereas happiness we might think of something you know short yeah i'm feeling happy right now i'm having my third tiramisu of the day (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Um, but joy is more the longer lasting feeling. But we'll talk about them a little bit interchangeably today, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because I think when I, I looked into this definition, I'm like, okay, so I've more seen it like a trait, actually, as something I've always considered myself to be a happy person. Mm. But it's a state. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's why I think your addition of, of joy makes it nice because yeah. it kind of brings that more in-depth. And I do think that it's also at times quite comforting to know that you can't define yourself by it because it's something that you can go and, and look for at any time. It's not who you are or who you're not if you now happen to be not such a happy person. <laughs> If you have happened to have determined that your trait is not happy, then it actually can be happy. Exactly. Yeah. So thinking about that, are you happy? <laughs> Everyone should be asking themselves that question. Are yeah. you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. But I think, it, as you said, it's different uh, states, right? Mm -hmm. So there are different times when you feel more or less happiness, of course. And what I really try to do is to invest in in feeling happy and thinking a lot about or that sounds maybe wrong but yes I am thinking about what kind of practices can I do what kind of meditation how can I eat I know the things that makes me happy and I try to have more of that yeah I think that's such a nice sort of conclusion to know what it is that makes you happy and mm. get more of that into your life yeah and I was also recently listening to to something uh um, a podcast and they were talking about problems mm -hmm. and I thought it was so interesting because this guy is a meditation guy and he was waking up and he had all of these problems all of these issues in his inbox and so on and then he talked to a friend about it and she said to him did you really expect that you would wake up today and you know your to-do list would be empty and and there would be no problems yeah <laughs> and he's kind of ah no you're right and then uh, they had a philosophical conversation around you know life is problems yeah it's all about problems it's all about things that we need to take care of and things will pop up every day and you know eventually you will you you know something will happen your flight will be delayed he said and he said very funnily and eventually <laughs> your knee will get hurt yeah, all and of then these, you were thinking about me and i was thinking about you <laughs> and but it's such an interesting way because if you think about it like this um you know you're not so surprised about your problems actually you can expect problems to show up and that's life and maybe then that's okay and we can deal with that and not make such a big deal out of it yeah, that's good. I, I mean, personally, when I get these problems, I try to always think like, okay, this is like a test. If I'm really sincere in being, you know, happy or proactive or whatever you want to call it. So uh -huh. I'm like, so how can I deal with this now not to get all absorbed into negativity and and then actually it becomes more of a fun challenge than just being something completely negative. Yeah. But I'm super interested to hear about this book that you've been reading. Yeah, so I, I decided to look at, into a few different books on happiness. And one of them that I stumbled upon was the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu and a book of joy. Mm -hmm. And it's a really nice book in terms of the setting because basically it's a conversation between the two of them recorded over five or six days. Yeah. Um, so they've developed a friendship across the, the world and across different religions. And they meet up 
and they really just discuss what is joy and what is happiness and what are the challenges standing in our way of reaching this joy mm-hmm. and how can we cultivate more happiness. Uh-huh. So one of the, what I thought, they have a, a number of different, uh, they call it the eight different pillars of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are things that you could always think about when you, in order to cultivate more happiness rather. Uh-huh. Um, so the first four qualities are of the mind and yeah. then the second part of our four qualities of the heart. Mm-hmm. So the first one is really about, you know, seeing the perspective. So it's all about how we experience the world. Mm. So we need to get perspective on things. And one of the techniques that they're really urging is to think about things from another person's perspective. Yeah. <laughs> perspective. I think that's so key to just put yourself out of your inner, you know, emotions and you see if I could look at this from the outside, yeah. what would it look like then? Yeah, exactly. Um, the second one is about being humble or humility. Mm-hmm. So it's recognizing that people are generally good. And I think thinking about people as if they are generally good. And it helps then if we're already sitting in the perspective of someone else, right? Yeah. Uh, and then also be a little bit humble in terms of not thinking so much about I, like how is this having an impact on me mm-hmm. and shifting that perspective. I think that's a really useful one. Yeah. Because we're so often focused on me, me, me. Yeah. It's so easy. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third one is humor. So making an effort to laugh more. Yeah. And One of the practices in terms of that was also to start to actively, when you do something silly or when you say something incorrect or when you do one of your old habits that you're trying not to do, laugh at it. Yeah. Laugh at yourself. I love that idea because I think we take ourselves so serious all the time and it's so easy to do that. And if you do that, you're also a little bit more self-forgiving. Yeah. No, that's true. Y- you know, because you, you laugh and say, oh, there I go again. <laughs> Typical me, you know, and it's like, I am. Yeah, yeah, and sort of give yourself a little bit of that stupid, you know, rather than making it such a big deal. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and I it's think interesting. That's... A lot of people in re- when you talk about what's important in a relationship, mm. what makes you happy in an essence and is to be able to laugh together with your partner. Yeah. And also I'm, you know, working on this is, is to not take everything that your partner says so seriously either. Yeah. You know, in in the sense of laughing at at and with each other. Do the same, exactly, like the humility, number two. Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely for sure. Actually, I was thinking about this this summer when we were sitting, uh, you and me and Patrick, our brother, and we were sitting all of us at the table and we just said something and the three of us kind of just (laughs) burst out laughing at the same time, I was just thinking, ah, oh, that's siblings, you know, I wonder what tweaked our weird humor into <laughs> exactly the same thing. But it was kind of nice. And Philippa was even commenting on it. Yeah, the way you laugh together with your sister and brother yeah. and it's so nice. And Yeah, that's yeah, a lot of fun. fun. And you should laugh at mm-hmm. your thoughts as well. You should not take your thoughts as seriously yeah. as, as you sometimes do. At the and end of the day, they're just thoughts. Exactly. They're not truth or facts or anything it's thoughts yeah so I think that's a really useful one that I started to incorporate more and more like oh that comes that 
little negative thought again, telling me something little like, ha ha ha, that's, yeah. that's, not, that's not the one truth to it, you know? It's just yeah. one, one yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have acceptance. Yeah. So a lot about unhappiness they discuss in the book is around the expectations that things will be a certain way. Mm. And then they don't live up to our expectation and we feel unhappy. So really it's about accepting where we are and, you know, enjoying what we have. Really about focusing on what we have rather than what we don't have. But it's not like resignation or defeat, but it's more like... So it's never saying, you know, we should just uh, accept where we are and not improve it. But we can still certainly accept that this is what a situation is right now um, and then change it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. So one of the quotes that they say here is, life is frustrating and difficult. It is not about escaping it, but discovering how we can use it as something positive. Yeah. Um, and then there are qualities of the heart. Mm-hmm. So very nice ones. So the first one is about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So we can be happier if we are quicker at forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. Yeah. And again, this is about also, they talk a lot about remembering how people are. Anyone is a human being. Yeah. And most people are, or everybody is looking for less pain and more happiness. Yeah. In one way or another. So it's about forgiving people and recognizing the humility and the, that we are all the same in many ways. I saw some beautiful illustration about this. I can't really remember where it was, but it's, you know, like if you hold grudges and if you're walking around not being able to forgive the black will be within your heart Mm. you know it's you're the one who's walking around feeling that pain so it's like a double win in a sense yeah and again I spoke to Steve about this yesterday the only pain is the one that you're creating after a while in your head and the thoughts yeah Um, so yeah then we have one of the the favorite one gratitude Mm. Yeah. So it's really taking us away from this narrow minded focus and really look at what we have. Yeah. Again, rather than what we don't have. But it's interesting because I so we both do this in our journals and, and write down each day things that we are grateful for. And I always kind of I try to actually now consciously look for different things because I'm like always comes there like family, you know, like yeah. this not simple things, but like the people that really mean something to me I'm like okay I need to be <laughs> but it's like the, the first thing and but now I'm gonna be a bit more creative I think because I know I'm 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 happy for that but look for other things as well so what are simple the things, things you're thinking more simple things yeah exactly like the the happiness of of feeling this beautiful couch that I'm sitting on working from right now or uh, the beauty that I experienced in the woods when going for a run, you know, yeah. like those sort of things. And that's when it's also really good to have the idea of the perspective. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, a harsh reality, but I was uh, when I was working in, in Rakhine in Myanmar and I was back in in uh, my hotel room and I could hear the rain pondering down and it was really loud and I was lying there far away from my family and alone and I was just mm. thinking how grateful am I that I'm not living in a in a refugee camp right now yeah where the rain yeah. just goes straight in and you're now wet everywhere yeah. and you're lying there 
So just remembering those, you know, how wonderful it is that you have a bed and a roof. And I, I do um, think about that sometimes when, you know, when you're sick and when you have the flu and you throw up and you can't even drink and how thirsty you are and yet you can't drink. And then I'm trying to think, okay, Victoria, remember when you're well to be grateful for just being able to go to the tap and fill up your glass with clean, beautiful, cold water and you sculpt it as freely as you want because not everyone will have that. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Next on my list is compassion. Mm -hmm. So caring for others. Yeah. Which I think is is very linked to number eight, which is generosity as well. Mm. So this idea, and it comes back in every happiness book yeah. you will ever read about yeah. giving to others and yeah. and really seeing, yeah, how can you contribute? Yeah. You know? I, I think it's beautiful. And, and this list is so nice. So you told me about this book and now I feel I really want to read it as well. What's the name of it again? You want to remind us? Yeah, The Book of Joy of Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. Ah, that's beautiful. Yeah, so that's what I digged into. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. And I, and I did some research too, and uh-huh. I found out about another 10 Keys to Happier Living, which is also a new book that's come out. And I, I think it's quite nice to see things that are so similar to, to your list, but the one, number one is... Giving, mm-hmm. do things for others, which is just what we spoke about. Yeah. Then, which also comes up and in the Bliss book and in so many different things, it's uh, relating. So connect with people. Yeah. This is interesting. doesn't come, but it's exercising. Take care of your body. Now, you know, we, we're talking, so we're just back from this beautiful vacation and everyone is kind of, you know, when you get back from vacation and you almost end up on a little low because you've had such a lovely time and I'm like getting the girls I'm like go out and run yeah (laughs) because that's that's like such a good happiness pill and I think it's so important to do that for happiness yeah and on on that healthy living um, the theme uh, Dalai Lama also talks about how he sees food as medicine Ah. So really thinking about, you know, what am I eating that is healing my body and that is, you know, enriching my body and and only eat that. Which um, makes me us think about the yoga that we've had, the yoga training. Yeah. That your body, it is what you eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> really. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's um, up there on the list. And mm-hmm. then appreciating. I mean, you've mentioned that too, but notice the world around and and look at all the beauty that is there. Mm. Like also what you said, gratefulness, but appreciating. Mm. And then this one I I really like, number five is trying out, (laughs) keep learning new things. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but it's like stay curious and engaged and actually it gives us also a sense of accomplishment because we we do new things and that's really great Mm. and I think that's super nice Mm. and here and this is also interesting it's about directions have goals to look forward to so which I thought was really nice so feeling good about the future Mm. is quite important not feeling that and I think that's so true don't you think like Mm. if your future was all blank that's kind of depressive yeah, 
I think it's true, but you should also, it's a little bit, maybe it's not contradictory, but but in terms of living in the now as well. Yeah, that's good. But what is beautiful of the future is that, of course, you can also paint a picture. You can think about it in a positive way and and be excited about it. I kind of love that. And it goes back, I would say maybe to like our episode on on dreams, like to to have a direction. It doesn't... Mm. You should still live in the now, but you should also be able to draw that beautiful picture where you want to go and feel excited about that. Yeah. As long as you can be happy now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not that happiness rests in that beautiful no, place. that's true. In the future, but that happiness rests. I'm just saying it as a person who loves, uh, just like you, to daydream <laughs> and think about yeah, all of the yeah. wonderful things and how amazing it's going to be in the future. Um, to remember and I'm just the now. reminding to take her back to that it's good now. Yeah. And you can be happy now, just as you are right now listening to the podcast. You can be happy. Yeah. Not when these things are accomplished or when you do this or do that. But right now. Imagine, you know, you're just in a good place, taking time for yourself, listening to a podcast and life is pretty good, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the number seven on this list is resilience. Mm. And this is quite interesting to be happy. You should be able to find ways to bounce back. So kind of arguing that all of us have times of stress and loss and failure a little bit what you said earlier you know there will be problems yeah (laughs) you know and we can't choose what happens to us but we can choose our attitude our own attitude what happens and that's very similar to what was said in my book around but they call it to strengthen or building up an immunity against sadness yeah Um, and so it's about being prepared for it in a sense and to have groomed your brain in such a way that when negative thoughts arises you can look at them in a different way and accept them and and let them go and I think that's spot on because this is easier said than done but exactly what you're saying you can groom your brain this is actually resilience and and the productivity it's a skill that you can learn and that you can practice yeah so I think that's good to know actually yeah, and I have been thinking about that now when we read up these lists and, and, and reflecting back on the book, is that it's quite easy to create, um, well, I, I think so anyways, I, I'm quite good at finding, you know, uh, this will make me happy and this will make me happy. Mm-hmm. So what I think a lot of us need to work on is what we do during the times of potential sadness as well, or yeah. potential, we all feel sadness every day, we have ups and downs so, and different feelings. Yeah. So it's really about seeing how you pass through that harder time without necessarily losing a sense of joy. Yeah. You can go through hard times and still feel joy. Yeah. That's so interesting. And actually comes into the next one on on this list, Mm. which is about emotion. So take a positive approach. Mm. And it's really saying like joy, gratitude and pride. You know, you're not just great all the time, but try to... See if you can get yourself into that upward spiral, really. Mm. That kind of builds us just what you said, but this classical glass half full rather than half empty. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And number nine is it's also very much what you've been sharing from the Dalai Lama book is the acceptance mm. and, and be comfortable with who you are. No one is perfect and, you know, don't dwell on our flaws and, but just, 
learn to accept ourselves and be kinder to ourselves when things go wrong. And that's also really helpful. Yeah. And laugh at yourself again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess what we said. Yeah. 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 Which I think we do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's uh, it's good. And, and the final point on the list here, meaning. Mm. And I guess this is, is it joy or is it happiness? But be part of something bigger. Mm. I think that's quite helpful and, and look bigger than just outside of your own. Yeah. And that, you know, how to lead a long and happy life, the episode we did on that, it also mm. really showed that, right? That to have a purpose and that is bigger than just... And it, and it relates to this idea of, of being connected. Mm. Like as humans, mm. we need to feel that we are connected to other humans. Yeah. And we need that in order to survive. It was a horrible, I heard this many, many, many years ago, but it was about children in an orphanage uh-huh. and like small babies yeah. actually in an orphanage. And they were all given the same care, like nappies changed and so on. But yeah. the ones that were living, that were had the beds closer to the door where people were passing by. Yeah. Well, they had a bigger chance of survival yeah. than the other kids. Because they, they were, saw people. They were getting more smiles and Aww. maybe a little bit more touch or, you know. Yeah, it's really sad. But it's a natural instinct in babies. You see how, you know, now with Luca, how how quickly they learn. Yeah. When they don't know anything else, they still learn how to smile yeah. and eye contact and, and, and really that being connected and of course if you go even further and and become more even more philosophical almost all religion or all religions are talking about you know how we are just connected to to everything right yeah. and how if it's a god or if it's a, you know whatever we believe in that it exists within us as well as outside us so we don't have to search for it around the world we can search inwards yeah. and it's already there so that i think that's so beautiful and actually this morning i listened to another podcast in swedish that you recommended me to listen to by stina volter who anyone oh, who's did. yeah uh, i'm halfway through so because then okay yeah but it's beautiful and i one thing that she said that i thought was so nice she was talking about how it seemed like oh you just want to have you crave attention or you want to to be seen, mm, you know, by mm. uh, and as a negative, a, yeah, yeah. Why is that such a negative thing? It's, I mean, and, and that's what I was thinking. The the story that you just shared with the orphanage, yeah. We know that babies need to be seen and acknowledged to survive. That they need that, mm. and I think it's just that should be something positive. It helps us. Yeah. So maybe go out and be seen but also see others mm. I, I think because then usually you you get it back as well that's mm. really cool mm. if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so now having had all those different ideas and suggestions, I think that the key to be happy is to really also identify what is it that makes you happy. Mm. And and I suggest maybe even write a list and, and think about it and Josephine, if you were to put a list of, you know, <laughs> not from in order of importance, but what are things that makes you happy? Well, I think it's very much about uh, also as an extrovert, like being with people and mm-hmm. sharing things with people. Yeah. And um, that that is really important. I also read someone saying, you know, that sharing uh, sadness halves the sadness or reduces the sadness. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And sharing happiness doubles the happiness. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's true. So sharing it uh, is one. Then I absolutely love. Now, you said, you know, the holiday's over and we're feeling a little bit sad. But I absolutely love the idea of, of routines and mm-hmm. daily routines and rituals. Yeah. So I, in part of that is the exercise. So making sure that I exercise is just the pill for happiness. Mm. I love to following kind of a new, if someone has a really nice, mindful, holistic diet or uh, training exercises and so on. And that's why we started our 10 week wellness challenge. Mm -hmm. So I Mm -hmm. love to be inspired and inspire others to do the kind of do those things for themselves. Uh-huh. That's a couple of things yeah. on my, a few things on my list. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I can relate to all of those. And I think for me also, like that perfect dinner with family and friends, you know, with really nice food and wine, and you're just sort of talking and laughing and sharing. I think that's so lovely. And also maybe because at times I have such an extroverted job, I also really enjoy those introverted moments. I like it's wonderful days just to come to a new lovely bookstore and just sort of mm. spend hours in there and just go through the shelves and look and then pick your books. I, that's wonderful. And 
But to, to be on that though, I think when you read books and so on, you also feel a sense of connectedness. Yeah. I think that can happen. You can feel connected to to the author or to yeah. the written word yeah. or, or to the pictures. To your imagination. And... Yeah. So it's not just about not being alone. Because of course that can be great for you to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think being in the bookstore itself, it's all about anticipation. Mm. I mean, I love to read. That makes me happy. Mm. But the moment of this like, I'm in this place with all these treasures and now I get to pick, you know, which one is really going to yeah. accompany me for the next weekend. You know, oh, I love that. Bookstores make me happy. More <laughs> bookstores to the world. That's uh, my mm. bliss. But and, and then another thing that I also really, where I've had those moments like joy, full power, it's being out in nature and really going like for beautiful hikes and you kind of like, <gasps> absorbed all and you know I don't know if it's the combination of the beautiful nature and reflection and you kind of can sum up everything in your life oh that moment of stillness it's beautiful and I think beautiful. when you're walking in nature it's often a feeling that you don't have to do anything else like yeah. you're doing enough yeah. just walking in nature it's accomplishing something in itself which is very very lovely yeah and then I like the superficial things like happy. I get happy by coming to a really cool hotel. Maybe it's because we're from a hotel family, but where things work and it's nice and it's fresh and it's, you know, and yeah. that also makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of different things. Really. <laughs> I love that too. I was going to say, you know, an April spritz and a cool, uh, nice Mediterranean uh, cafe or bar. And that makes me quite happy as well. Yeah. And to con to say that now, I'm I'm just reflecting on what we're saying and sharing on our list. We can have this beautiful list because you know, again, going back to your moment in Myanmar and my glass of water, because we have that water and we have the health and the family, and that of course is like the foundation. Yeah, exactly. So one thing that one can do is just also create your own list, like you said, Vicky, to to know the things that you might need and you might need them. You might need to look at this list when you're not feeling so happy and see how can you change your state. And sometimes changing your state might just mean to, you know, get out of your chair and go for a little mini walk or get the, the flood rushing. And then you can maybe move into a happier state if you are not feeling so good. Yeah. Actually, it makes me think of, um, of something that I got for my daughter. And I don't know if I mentioned it before, but she made this jar for me. It's smiling at it now because it's Posotoviti jar, like misspelled, but it's so lovely with her handwriting. She did it a few years ago. And in this jar, there's some like really nice quotes and, and things that makes you happy. So every night you can sort of take one and pick one and just read and get a little bit of a happiness boost. So maybe this, happiness list could be this little yar where you could sort of pick up different things every day we started that same thing and then we haven't done it but we should redo it jar of awesome was called it was called and you, you write something down yeah. you should have it by like the dinner table yeah and you can just write down amazing things if you talk about it with your family and so on and then exactly you put it into that jar and then you can pick anything up yeah. and you can it's a good way to practice gratefulness with the whole family as well yeah True. Yeah. So happy thoughts, uh, super important. 
happy food. We haven't talked about that so much today, but we can talk about that in another episode because mm-hmm. it is actually very, very important. Yeah. We've shared a little bit about movement and we've also talked about that in other uh, episodes because it's also kind of key to do that. Yeah. So add that to your happiness list also of sort of strategies to feel good. Exactly. And then we have a little, uh, from the book that I read, I wanted mm-hmm. to share with you, they had yeah. a little practice towards the end uh, in terms of a happiness practice. So how do you build and, and strengthen your resilience and happiness? And I thought it was, I wanted to share it in one way also because it's it's so simple and it's so what we are taught in, in yoga and in many of our happiness books, but it was just so reassuring that Dalai Lama, Desmond Tutu and you know, the latest science and research on this is showing that, that this is the right thing to do. This is mm. one way of cultivating our happiness. Yeah. So it's really about in the morning, you should start and set yourself in a comfortable position or in a yoga lotus position, straight back, and then starting to breathe, doing a few inhales and exhales, just, you know, feeling your... <laughs> feeling your your belly maybe go expand and uh, contract and then the first question you ask yourself three questions so what is my inner wish for myself what is my inner wish for those close to me my family and what are my wishes for the world mm. so you really think about these big questions, your big inner wishes, and it really helps you to to work on that list of, of seeing perspective and of connectedness and, and so on. And then after having thought about those three questions, you set your intention for the day. And I think I've often focused, when I set my intention, maybe on what I'm going to achieve. Mm-hmm. But this is really more, think of, for example, I'm going to smile towards everyone I meet today yeah or tomorrow who am am I gonna be yeah exactly yeah so set your goal for for the day and then finally they have this this prayer Mm -hmm. uh, that we use a lot in yoga as well and and this prayer could be used if if you don't have a certain intention for the day you can just replace that Mm -hmm. uh, with this lyrics but it's may all living beings have happiness and the causes of happiness May all living beings be free from misery and the causes of misery. May all living beings never be separated from happiness, devoid of misery. May all living beings abide in equanimity, free from prejudicial attachments and aversions. That's beautiful. Yes. I think with those words, we close this episode. We do. We do. And I think we'll add the joy practice, the four steps onto the Instagram account because that's really great for everyone to be able to do I think yeah may all of you be happy yeah so (laughs) lots of joy and happiness to everyone from us and uh, see you soon see you soon bye bye are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.